lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Jeremy Lee in the building and every guest that you ever needed. Sports cards after hours keep the hobby heated. Updates, hobby talk like you never seen it. Sports cards live and none could ever beat it. Sports cards is a lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Welcome to another episode of Sports Cards Live with your host, Jeremy Lee. All right, everybody, welcome to the sixth episode of MC Mondays Live. This is the official auction ending watch party on Sports Cards Live. It is Monday night, August the 21st, 2023. My name is Jeremy Lee. I would like to thank everyone who tuned in last time. We had a great show. Can't wait for the auction to start tonight. We're going to go back to back to back with another episode next Monday. Tonight's co-host joining me is MC's content manager, Michael Hathaway. Let's bring him out right now. There he is, Michael. Welcome back to the show. How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you, Jeremy? I am doing good, my friend. I am doing good. We've got we've got a great auction tonight. We've got I think it's 59 items and mm -hmm. I know we I know that you guys at MC Sports Cards say that the focus auction is meant to be items that are, you know, $1000 and up, but as I was scrolling through the main page on eBay, it's like everything was a bit more, if not a lot more. I think I saw and I'm probably wrong, but I think I saw maybe one card that hadn't hit $1000 yet, and that was earlier today. I may not have I may not be completely accurate. There may be a few more, but my gosh, what a stack auction tonight. Vintage modern all sports we got some really really cool pieces tonight so we're gonna get to that soon the first item ends in about 12 minutes from now so we'll get to that but a couple things while we have that time let's uh let's talk about a few things going on there in your guys world at mc sports cards and what else there's a couple couple big news headlines came out of the hobby this week we'll we'll, we'll touch on those too but why don't you first tell us about a new partnership that i saw you guys announce on instagram with a, a company called fund your cards uh, what's going on with fund your cards michael yeah so fund your cards is a fantastic service run by two longtime collectors and dealers uh shadeway vlogs and empire star state cards and essentially what they do is they help collectors tap into the equity that they have in their collections already um so you know your grail comes up on auction you might not necessarily have time to go through that process of liquidating all your cards yourself, right? Sending them to consign with MC. Um, but you know that you have enough in your collection covered. So what you do is you contact FYC, uh, you sit down with some spreadsheets about what you have, what your max price on the grail is, and kind of what they think the valuation of your cards that you're willing to give up are. Uh, auction goes, if they win, they take possession of your cards, they liquidate them over time. And once that number has been hit and you've paid it off, plus a small service fee, boom, you have your grail and they handled all the slog of doing liquidation for you. You don't have to worry about answering all these messages. You don't have to worry about deciding what am I going to sell privately? What am I going to send to auction? What might I want to send for eBay fixed price consignment? Instead, FYC handle all of that. And what we're doing with them is obviously they have a lot of cards coming in. Uh, they are very good at what they do. And so obviously they've gotten some great grails for clients because they also, in addition to obviously when those big pieces come up at auction, there are collectors who have really great cards who they're not looking for things in trade. They really are just looking for cash. And so once again, you're in that jam where you need cash. They provide it. They bridge the gap. And uh, so obviously FYC have a lot of great cards coming in and 
They know that eBay is a great uh, service for liquidity. We've done business with both gentlemen in the past privately. And um, essentially, it just kind of started going. They were sending us some cards. And then we all said, why don't we kind of do a little bit more of a partnership model and, and really focus on how we can both help each other. And uh, yeah, they've been fantastic to work with. And obviously, if folks are looking to consolidate into a grail uh, when it comes up and you don't want to panic sell everything in the two weeks leading up to an auction, in touch with FYC. Great guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know a, a, a person who's done a couple of deals with them where this guy has obtained a grail via fund your cards and given them like 300 cards in return. You know, this was a super grail, like hundreds of thousands of dollars for 300 cards that, you know, were smaller cards. And uh, he, I know that he thinks it's a great, a great offering that they do. So now they've got this three, these 300 cards, and they can try to sell themselves or they can sell them through MC, consign with MC and MC sports cards and some of them hopefully on MC Monday. So we can uh, have some fun uh, with, with, with extra or additional really cool cards. Cause I know that I've seen some of the cards that they've received and they get, they're getting good cards. Like they're getting good yeah. cards, good players. So it's pretty cool. Nice to see a couple of, you know, I don't want, I'll say startups, you know, I think MC is still relatively new to MC Mondays at least, but I know Mike's been doing this for a while, but it's nice to see a couple of young hobby companies working together, supporting each other and really propping each other up. So kudos to uh, to both MC Sports Cards and Fund Your Cards. It's, it's nice to hear. All right, uh, let's go to a couple of comments we have here. We have Morgan Buser in the house. What is going on? Here we go. John says, RIP Panini America. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next. John, B-Babe in the house. What's going on? Mike Kantz, the man himself, is with us. Mike, good to see you. Hopefully, you're, you're doing some you're doing some administrative work, some of the business-related stuff, and you have us on in the background. Good to see you, Mike. And Jake Dahl has joined us as well. We will have more people coming soon. Chuck Clement in the house. What's going on, Chuck? Good to see you. Guys, again, 59 amazing lots up for auction on MC Mondays tonight. I'm going to put a link in the chat right now. And this link will take you directly to tonight's items. And not only that, you're also gonna get a preview at next Monday's auctions as well. It's in there, it just, hit, it just hit Facebook and the YouTube channel. So you guys should be able to see that now. Go ahead and do some browsing in the MC Sports Card Store on eBay. All right, Michael, the other thing that we should talk about because this, this news just hit a few hours ago. I think uh, Darren Ravel broke it on Twitter the NFLPA, the NFL Players Association, has rescinded immediately Panini's license to produce football cards with, I guess, the players on them. I'm not exactly sure how that works. I just know that before we came on, I saw a live stream on Instagram with Darren Ravel and Ken Golden. I, I went in there for a few minutes and listened to what they were talking about. But this is this is big news right now. Do you have any understanding of what's going on that you can speak to? Yeah. So first off, it, it kind of poor timing that you just did your episode with Paul Lesko talking about all the legal issues in the hobby and that illegal bombshell drops. I mean, come on. Um, my understanding is that Panini still have uh, agreement with the NFL to produce trading cards with NFL trademarks on them. So again, that's why um, Tops, when they did their basketball release uh, last year, there were no NBA team uniforms or logos. Obviously, Panini baseball is unlicensed and they airbrush them all out. Um, so Panini are the only people who can put the uniforms on the cards and the trademarks and logos. 
but now they can't put player likenesses. And I forget who technically owns player statistical records, um, but obviously players have you know the rights to their own likeness. And uh, yeah, so I think it puts Panini in a jam because now they can't put players on the cards, but they have all the team trademarks. Tops if fanatics are in a less of a jam because they have player likenesses now, but they don't have team trademarks. Um, I think honestly, fanatics slash tops probably win in this situation because obviously we've seen Panini have been making products without a league license for baseball for years. And they're not as necessarily in demand, but I mean, we've seen a couple of those items on MC Monday and obviously, you know, running a consignment business, we see plenty of Panini baseball products come through every day and, they don't sell as well as tops products, but there's still demand for them. If the product is good, the images are appealing and, and players are signing autographs. And that's really another big thing. Um, there's going to be demand for it. So the next six months are going to be interesting. I'd be really intrigued to see how it plays into the antitrust suit that uh, Panini have filed as well. Um, so I don't know. Um, all I know is that, uh, they can't take my vintage cards away from me. So I always right. have vintage. That's exactly right. It only impacts the hobby moving forward from a really true card perspective. We still have 140 years worth of sports cards to enjoy, collect, discover. I'm always, I'm still, you know, I'm over 40 years in this hobby, Michael. I'm still discovering new cards and I'm like, wow. That's a card either I've never seen and I now might want to pick one up or there's a card I've seen before. I never all of a sudden it, it fits my taste. So I, I know I'm certainly not going to let whatever is going on in the lice in the area of licensing and sports cards, fanatics, panini tops. I'm OK with it. It, it. Let it. It's not going to impact how I enjoy the hobby, how I collect that whatsoever. I know it's will, but I know it will affect how a lot of people do. And I'm sensitive to that. And I hope for that reason that people are still able to get the cards that they want of the players they want pictured how they want them with like license with team images and you uni in uniforms and all that. You mentioned that Panini's made unlicensed baseball. You're right. They've made unlicensed hockey because they've done deals with a couple of hockey players, but it's not the same, is it? Yeah. And I also, I think that the number one concern that I have in the back of my head when I saw this is thinking about all the hobby shops and distributors who were selling a lot of kind of basic panini products because that helps their allocation for high-end product where they make massive margins later on down the line and if those football products that have higher margins aren't coming um and they had kind of projected that into their accounting for the year um i do feel bad because you know there is a situation where a lot of guys are going to be in a little bit of a bind hopefully that's not the case hopefully Fanatics and Panini can work this out to you know, help keep the ecosystem healthy because as you know, the reality is that obviously those hobby shops rely on new product to sell to customers and that is their lifeblood. So hopefully it gets resolved soon enough for good product to keep coming out in a reliable manner, but we'll find out. Yeah, no, I agree. Anyone whose business relies on this, now it's a lot of LCSs, distributors, breakers you know we'll, we'll see what happens at the end of the day i think you know there will be cards that will come out so that's that's one thing to consider they just may not be what everybody want and in due course it'll 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 correct and get back to and by that i just mean the products will be the way most people will want them i have to think but as 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 people are saying in the chat uh you know there's b babe here b babe says there's plenty of vintage 
Hello to you, Jeff McMahon. John says Panini soon to be Leaf 2.0. Leaf has a big head start on Panini, I'd say, right now in terms of deals with 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 individual athletes and just entertainment people. Leaf Leaf's doing Leaf does a great job in their niche at what they do. John says, if only Upper Deck could buy Panini. I wonder what Panini can't be worth. The IP, like the, the the licenses, there are none. What is I? What is Panini worth anymore? The 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 brands, Prism, National Treasures, Donruss, Mosaic, Optic, Immaculate, Flawless, are these the only things that have value anymore that Panini still owns? I don't know what else they own that is of value in the hobby. Yeah, because I know that the other thing is that their long-term contracts that they had with uh, printing companies, um, a lot of that printing capacity got bought up by Fanatics a few years ago. So they don't even have those relationships that they could leverage and that essentially pre-bought time on printers, um, which again, like if Upper Deck tried to make a move, that would be uh, an area of, of value. But I, I don't really know. I think we'll find out in the next six months what's going to happen, but it's going to be a pretty tectonic shift. But again, I think the nice thing about the hobby is that, like you said, there's a 140 year backlog to go through and we're finding out about new sets and you find new ways to to light that spark and keep the energy going and it'll all be fine. We're all still going to collect. I mean, we all know that deep down, no matter what brand it is, no matter what company it is, as long as they're putting athletes on cards and signing cards, the images are beautiful. We're going to buy it. We're going to yeah. find ways to collect and find joy in it. So pretty much, man pretty much the way it works our first item is ending in 12 seconds we got into conversation let's bring oh, it up geez. right here it's a michael jordan all-star die cuts psa 10 four seconds sixty two hundred dollars let's see if there's any snipers doesn't well let's let this turn over there might have been some more bids looks like it ends at sixty two hundred dollars now ebay That's has a really good sale on us tonight everybody so we the snipers are out i assure you but they are invisible. That's all I can tell you. They are there, but they will be invisible. I need to reposition them for the show because the, the format of the eBay screen has changed. Michael, this next card is a Gem Mint PSA 10 2001 Spectra Nikola Jokic Color Blast Pop 7. It's at $1,058 right now, 21 bids. Color Blaster, there's a Panini staple now. What do you think? I mean, are we seeing the end of, if we are seeing the end of Color Blast, should this card go up from here from 1,058? I don't know. I think it might because then you have a completionist aspect to it. You know, I want to get all of them. Can I do it for X amount of dollars? It's going to be more possible now than ever. And there we go. 1138.15 is what the Jokic Color Blast is going to settle in at. Brings us to a Patrick Mahomes, Donruss Optic Hollow PSA 10. Nice looking card, pretty much a, a standard Patrick Mahomes rookie card. I'm going to check out the population on this. Michael, why don't you just let us know what you know about this card and any recent comps or where do you think it's going to end? Yeah, it's actually, it's the pop is 716, which is crazy because they sell for about like 2000 to 2500. Um, and it really just shows you how powerful the demand side of the equation is, right? I mean, even with 700 plus tens, everybody who collects football wants this card. And so it's just going to have that stable, high-level demand, and that drives the price. So, I mean, we should see probably like two, $300 more uh, in bids. So, 
Five seconds, 1850. Sniper's on alert. Anyone out there? Let's let it turn over. And 1875 is what that card is going to settle in at. Let's close up some windows. Do a refresh right here on the Mookie Betts BGS 9 2014 Bowman Chrome Prospect Green Refractor Rookie Card Auto out of 75. It's in BGS 9 mint condition. Let's just do a quick click on here. Eight and a half centering, nine edges, nine corners, 9.5 surface. I am a surface guy, so I like to see that. The autograph looks absolutely perfect to me right there, as you can all see. 2175, 32 bids, 20 seconds left. Michael, your thoughts? You know, greens are rare in 2014. We're so used to them being numbered to 99 in Topps products. They're actually numbered to 75 this year. And Mookie doesn't really have many autos outside of his rookie year, so pretty hot card. Seven seconds. Here we go, everybody. Final call. Get your bids in. Three seconds and two. And there's one. We're going to let it turn over. Let the hammer come down. 2275 on the Mookie bets. And that brings us to a 1934 Gaudi Lou Gehrig, a second year card. It's a PSA one. And it looks like a one. You can see the edges are pretty beat up. The corners are, I will say, the corners have perfect rounding for a PSA one, but this card is what it is. As you can see, tough to get, tough to find in any condition. I shouldn't say tough to find. I should just say a great card in any condition, not necessarily a rare card, but an important card for the hobby. Michael, your thoughts on this? We're at $2,098, 41 bids, 20 seconds left. Like you said, I mean, at this point, Garrick had kind of taken over for Ruth as the all-star of baseball. It is the card of its era. It's just a great piece, and you got to check it off on the box. Seven seconds, five seconds left. Final opportunity, everybody, to get in on this Garrick from 1934. Looks like it's going to end right there at $2,191. All right, a 1948 Leaf. Stan Musial. Before we get into this one, because we have we have an extra minute here, I want to go to some comments, Michael, that have come in. Uh, Mr. Keating, that 70s card show says Panini is crack. Quick high, no lasting impact. Yeah, I mean, some there are there is an exception, there are exceptions to that, but I think in general that's not wrong. He goes on to say, looking forward to the state lottery mascot cards by Panini. Tip of the mitt, what's going on? Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Morgan Muser. Snipers on alert. You know it. Bob's big boy says Panini brought it on themselves. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. John says the hobby needs two large companies constantly or it's over. And a third runner-up. Mr. Keating says hobby was best when there was one large company. They're going to go back and forth a little bit here, I can see. John says now the selection for cards will be far less and will look more of the same between brands. The prism era is over, says Bob's big boy. Hello, Topps Chrome. Like reconnecting with a long lost friend. And a lot of people are happy with that. John likes when you got three companies going. The professor likes the auction. Good to see you, professor. All right, let's go back now to the auction. Stan Usual, Michael. PSA three and a half, 48 leaf rookie card. Yeah, so this is great from a price perspective. This is already doing about 600 bucks over the last comp, so very happy there. And I think that what's really neat, talking about different companies, 48 Leaf and 48 Bowman, the two companies that were making cards that year, couldn't be more different, right? Bowman is all very simple black and white images, and Leaf has this beautiful, colorful pop art style. So I love it. You can choose what you want. 
48 leaf, one of my favorite sets of all time. There's a bid to 2381. Anybody else? Let's see if we get a final snipe. Oh, 2456 comes in in the final split second. Snipers were lurking. All right, guys. Here's a 2018 Ronald Acuna Jr. This is the Topps Heritage Chrome Black Refractor. It's a PSA 9. That's mint condition. Numbered out of 69. $683 right now, Michael. 35 seconds left. 49 bids already. What are your thoughts on this Acuna? By the way, I love the looks of this 69 design. I love it. it it's gorgeous. And the black refractor on this is beautiful in person. Um, I think this one might actually be a little slower. I mean, the bids are coming in, right? There's 762. But he's starting to slip behind. Mookie Betts is climbing up on him on the MVP race. So we'll see where it goes. Well, let's see. I'm trying to get the pop on this. Seven sec 787 now. 999.99 and 1284.99. Anybody else? Oh, the snipers. There were several snipers. They didn't even know they were all out there. That was a pop eight with 23 higher in a PSA 10 holder. All right. Next item up. Oh, this is a cool card. 98 upper deck Ionics Michael Jordan Warp Zone. It's a PSA 10 gem mint card. $1,150 with 53 bids so far. Do you happen to know the pop on this card offhand, Michael? Yeah, pop 31. Uh, oh. And the last one, I think, did $1,300. Um, so a little bit closer to the edge for what we like for MC Monday. But, you know, PSA 10 Jordan inserts are kind of having a moment right now. Uh, values are going up. I think people are coming around on just how condition sensitive pretty much all the inserts from this era are. So we figured, hey, toss it in, see where it goes on the ride. And it looks like it's going to settle in right, right where you need it to be, north of $1,000. There's six seconds left for somebody to take a stab and claim this card for themselves. They just did it. 1350 1580 comes in in the final moments on MC Monday's Live there, where the action is. All right, another 48 leaf. I mean, this one is really nice, Michael. Look at the, the centering on this. It's not perfect top to bottom, but it's stronger than the usual was. But it's beautiful, iconic Ted Williams pose. I've never owned this card. I loved. I would love to. And this looks really nice for a three yeah, and a half. So we sold. You'll remember we sold the four last week of this exact card, and that did thirteen hundred dollars. So the fact that this is already five hundred dollars more, while in a lower grade, I mean that just goes to show. Great is a suggestion for vintage, and you got to follow your eyes on this. And I mean that is just a beautiful example. Grade is just a suggestion. That is the line of the night right there, everybody, because you need to use your own critical eye. Look at that, 2467. Anybody else want to make a play? 2492. And this card might have just set a record. We will find out eventually. Congrats to the winner. I love it when a when a three and a half sells for more than a four because of eye appeal. That tells me we're dealing with savvy buyers. Here's a BGS 9.5 Gem Mint Tim Duncan, 97, Topps Chrome Refractor, rookie card. It's at $2,612. We have 30 bids so far, 30 seconds left, Michael. What are your thoughts on this piece? Uh, I mean, just, you know, you talk about Hall of Fame rookie cards and kind of where they start going from flagship paper to chrome. And then obviously you really want to focus on the refractor. This is kind of around that era, right? 94, 95, 96. And, uh, you know, Duncan is just a legend. Hope he coaches for the Spurs. Great piece and already doing over comps. So 
again, pretty happy. Well, we have five seconds left on it. $2,612 final opportunity. Are there as no, there's no more snipers out there. 2612 on the Duncan. Very, very nice. All right. Oh, 97 Fleer Ultra, David Ortiz, gold medallion, PSA 10, gem mint, pop 22 only on this card, Michael. This is one that I've seen it. It's a gold medallion. I've seen it before, but only like one other time. And it's actually, I think I had one briefly uh, earlier this year. Not a bad looking card. What can you tell us about it? I mean, you say it yourself, right? You don't see them often. Listen, I live just outside of Boston. Red Sox collectors are diehard. When somebody lands this card and locks it up in the PC, I mean, it gets locked up. So uh, this is a little under what the last comp was. We'll see where it goes, but someone's going to be happy. David Ortiz, also known as David Arias. I, I guess 1124. There's a bid in the final 1326. Anybody else? Let's see what happens here. 22, 31. That card went up by 50% in the final split second. Action on MC Mondays Live. Here's where it is. All right, guys. This is a 2020 Panini Select Rookie Signatures Gold Prism. Jalen Hurts. It's a mint condition PSA 9 card. Autograph. The autograph has received the grade of 10 from PSA. And yeah, I would agree. That autograph looks absolutely beautiful and perfect to me. This is a, do we have the pop on this one? I don't see the pop. We can look it up, but oh, it doesn't even matter, guys. There's only 10 copies of this card printed. So it's one of those cards. You got to get it when you can. $2,666, 56 bids already, 13 seconds left. Are there any snipers lurking? We are about to find out. The clock is ticking down. Five seconds. There's a bid to 27, hey, 28, 25, 3,053. And that card gets sniped. We had professional snipers in on that one, everybody. All right. Another Lou Gehrig. This one's got some, this one's got a few things going on. This is graded as authentic altered by PSA. This is the rookie card, the 33 Gaudi Lou Gehrig. It's the low numbered version of the card. He has two in the set and it's got something stuck to it there, Michael. I'm not sure what that is. We have two spots where there's like some, some tape stuck it's to it. It's tape. Yeah, it's tape. So this came from a large collection that walked into an LCS that uh, uses us for consigning off some of just excess inventory. And someone walked in with a giant box of uh, 33, 34 Gaudi and 48 Leaf and 49 Bowman. And so we know where the cards come from. And this one was in a binder. So it was taped up. Uh, there we go. Well, there's a bit to 1400. It's a PSA authentic altered. Three seconds, final call, 1475, anybody else? That's gonna do it, $1,475 on the 33 Gaudi Lou Gehrig, which brings us to a Tom Brady rookie card. The year is 2000, it's a press pass football autograph rookie card, BGS 8.5, that is near mint to mint plus, autographs received a 10. Let's have a look at that autograph. Yeah, it looks, a slight streak up there, but minor. Doesn't bother me. The autograph looks really good. This is a nice looking card. It's one that I haven't seen a lot of copies of. It might be only the second time I've actually seen one of these, Michael. What can you tell us about it? $2,503 already. I love this card. It's his college uniform, but it's an awesome shot of him right in the pocket. Like, I think that it's beautiful from like an aesthetic standpoint. I think it's his best rookie auto, honestly. 
Five seconds left, everybody. $2,553. Final opportunity. Let's get a bid in there. No more bids. Snipers yeah, that's were right on coffee so. break. All right. We're, the action doesn't stop here, you guys. We have a 98 Upper Deck Black Diamond. This is a Peyton Manning rookie card, the Quadruple Diamond. It's a BGS 9.5. Only 100 copies produced. This is number 45 of 100. It's a pop six in a BGS 9.5 holder. All subgrades are 9.5 except for corners coming in at a nine. As I do a quick scan of the front of the card, yeah, maybe the bottom left has a little bit of white showing, but that would not bother me. I'd be happy to own this card, that's for sure. It's a $686, 20 seconds left, Michael. What do you think is going to happen here in the final final minutes? The last Second. sale was in 2021, so we really are kind of open to any number. It's going to be interesting to see where it lands. There's a bid to 868, 3, 955, 2 seconds, 1115 across, 1190, and it crosses the MC Monday's $1,000 barrier. Snipers were working hard tonight. All right, guys, this is a great card. PSA 8. I mean, this is an iconic card, probably top 10 card of all time. Magic Johnson, rookie card on the right. Larry Bird, rookie card on the left. Dr. J, Julius Irving, scoring leader in the middle. It's a PSA 8. It's from 1980. I love this card. I have a copy. We all have a copy of this in our collection. Let's face it. $3,850, Michael, with 72 bids so far. Anything you'd like to add? I mean, before you, I don't see any of those black print speckles going on. This is a nice card. Yeah, this is a really clean copy. It's actually several hundred dollars over comp. And like you said, I mean, this is a pop 3000 in a PSA 8. Like everybody has this card, but everybody wants this card. And that's why it's it doing 3,800 bucks. It is clean. It is clean for the grade. Two seconds, final opportunity. Yeah, it would have been cool to see another bid, but I understand uh, that, you know, if it's already over comps, it, that's where it's going to settle in. Nice card. All right, guys, here's our, I think our first Kobe Bryant of the night. This is your 96 97 Topps Finest Refractor rookie card. Instead of BGS 8.5, let's look at the subgrades here. 8.5 centering, 8 surface, 9.5 corners, 9.5 edges. So surface being the biggest issue as we come down, maybe a maybe like a refractor print line right there. Something going on right there. Perhaps we got some print lines and that's what's causing that the de degradation of the surface. If you look down at the bottom, you're seeing some scratches, but those are not on the card, you guys. Those you can are see on how the they case. come below yeah. and are on the holder. So don't be worried about those scratches down there. Those are on the slab. And if you have Scratch X 2.0, you can buff those right out. $905, six seconds left, you guys. Final opportunity on this Kobe rookie, 1110. 11.10. That is where it is going to end, $1,110. All right, what's next? Oh, third year Michael Jordan base card in a PSA 9. Holder, mint condition. This card is currently sitting $1,325. Now, this is a card that when you see one you like, grab it. At, grab it when you see it, when you like it, at the price you're comfortable with. Because I don't know the pop, but this was not a rare card. They printed thousands and tens of thousands of these things. So, But looks good to me. Slightly off-centered left to right, but the grade does reflect the centering and the condition, I would say. Any additional comments, Michael? I mean, like you said, uh, frankly, if this were any other player besides Jordan, it'd be like an $80 card. But Jordan is just so heavily collected that even these base cards have that kind of value. 
People want the run of MJ cards, especially the Fleer run. You got five seconds left. We're at 1370. Final opportunity for the snipers on alert. 1476.06. The last bid comes in. All right, all right, all right. Oh, here's a nice card. Look yeah. at this. Alexander Ovechkin, our first hockey card of the night. This is his PSA 10 Young Guns from 2005-06, the flagship product, a dual rookie year after a year of lockout. And this one is at $4,500 with 59 bids and 35 seconds left. Michael, I mean, I don't know. What, what more needs to be said about Alex Ovechkin? He is a he is on the verge of breaking Wayne Gretzky's all-time goals record. It's not it's not a slam dunk yet, but it's it's he's he's getting there. What do you think? I like that though, that it's not a slam dunk because there is that tension, right? Every couple of weeks you go, oh, where's he at? Can he make it? So I think it's gonna be fun to see where he lands and where this card lands. Well, we have eight seconds left, guys. Your final opportunity to get in on this particular card. There's a bid to 46.50. Anybody else? Snipers on alert. And that one is going to end at $4,650. Feels to me like that card is kind of creeping back up a little bit. All right. Yeah, Mike Bossy, one of the most underrated players, an all-time goal scorer in the NHL. This is his 1978 rookie card. It's in a PSA 9 mint holder. This issue is notorious for being off-centered, a very tough card to find in a 9, or never mind, a 10. Beautiful card, $1,503, 35 bids. And like I said, this year is the year right before the Wayne Gretzky rookie. He won, he, he still, he won four Stanley Cups while Wayne Gretzky was in the NHL. They were a dynasty, and he was at the core of it with Brian Troche and, and uh, Clark Gillies and Billy Smith and more. Michael, any Comments for a couple seconds here. There are no tens. So this is as good as it gets for Opeachy. No tens. Holy, holy. Final opportunity. Any, any, there's a bit to 1581. And that's where it's going to end. That's a great card. That's a great card. All right. What do we have? Oh, this is a beauty. The cut above 9697 EX2000. Michael Jordan. I love this card. Michael, I've never owned one. It's on my. It's on my list. I'll get to it eventually. But this is a BGS 8. It's a near mint to mint condition. Again, beautiful die cut card. Really tough condition. Look at all the sharp corners on the prongs of the saw there. The bottom is a straight edge bottom border. But this card is tough. And it looks really nice to me. Surface is 7.5. I'm not sure why. Michael, do you know? Yeah, so these are actually, this is, so first off, this is a Funder Cards card. Thank you, guys. Um, the surface is a hollow foil surface, so it is very sensitive, which a lot of people don't realize. They often go for the edges, but the surface is really what kills you. Five seconds. Last opportunity. Funder Cards is in the game tonight, $2,425, and that is where it is going to end. All right, what do we have here next? Let's see. Oh, the Michael Jordan Nike promo in a PSA 9 Holder, this is an oversized card, almost like a postcard. Came in a box of Air Jordans back in 1985. What do you think of it, Michael? 2075. I, right I am obsessed with this card. It is a gorgeous display piece. It is, I mean, that's the birth of the Air Jordan brand logo right there. So it is one of the most iconic images pretty much in all of sports. And then I love the city of Chicago. So you see that skyline in the background. And to me, it just, it brings back so many memories of spending summer vacation days in chicago fall vacation days in chicago it's just if you're from chicago if you're a bulls fan this this is it this is an incredible piece so 
it's about at comp and uh i hope somebody enjoys what they're buying well let's see what happens here we got five seconds left snipers on alert final opportunity and that card is going to settle right in there at two thousand and seventy five dollars and that brings us to justin herbert 2020 donruss optic the rated rookie white sparkle in a psa 9 holder mike do you have the pop handy on this card i do not i know that these are short printed and also mike uh did text me every bid so far is legit every winner has actually been a legitimate buyer um, a lot of repeat buyers, so we're confident that everything's getting paid, which is great because everything's been doing well over comp. Um, great so. to hear. He he made a comment yes. right here. This auction is going really smoothly, and he's watching from the back end, everybody. So far, all the buyers look legit. There's nothing like an auction company telling you during the auction that the buyers are legit. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike, for, for being there. And the comment, 2075, 2400, and that's where the Herbert is going to settle in at $2,400. All right, here we have another Justin Herbert. This is the 2020 Panini Prism Blue Shimmer rookie card out of only 25 copies, a BGS nine, the, the subgrade centering nine, corners nine, edges nine, five, surface 8.5. Nice looking card, serial numbered on the back right there, two of 25, Michael. Any comments on this piece? These don't come up for sale often. Uh, the last comp was December of 2022. The comp before that was like, uh, I think November of 2021. So these just don't pop up. Um, it's always kind of an adventure when something this rare pops up at auction because you're not sure where it's gonna land. So we'll see what happens. We're about to find out eight seconds. There's only 25 of them. That's why you're not gonna see them very often. $2,250, snipers on alert. Snipers get ready. Snipers fell asleep. $2,250 on the Herbert. All right, a one of one Nikola Jokic PSA 9 Select Signatures Black Prism Mint 9. We don't need to talk about the pop on this, Michael. It's a one of one. This is a this is a pretty card, I would say. The design is this design, I'm sure, looks a lot cooler in hand under the light as the yeah. light bounces off those little boxes, doesn't it? Yeah, it, this one is actually beautiful in person. We got this from a consigner who picked up a couple different uh, Jokic Black Prisms over the years, was a big believer in Jokic from the start. So it's been really fun to see some of those rare Jokic's come through. Um, it's a great looking card. He's, despite his uptick lately, I think he's still criminally undervalued, one of the best players in the game today. So someone is going to be very happy. Well, there might be someone I can think of who might be in the market for this. So let's see if we see a snipe bid in the final second here. 2705 sniper showed up and said this card is going to be mine all right let's move on next up on the block sandy koufax 1955 tops ex5 psa5 michael i'm looking at this card and it looks like it's in really nice condition i do see the top right corner and the bottom right corner do have a slight ding or rounding otherwise mm -hmm. This card looks really nice. Maybe some slight surface wear right here in the cheek, but not not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Have you and looked at this one closely? Yeah, I've looked at it pretty closely. It's a touch off center left, right also. It's a five, right? It's a five. It definitely is graded appropriately. 
But I think the nice thing is it's all the little things to make it a five. There's no big errors, so it has great eye appeal. It does look like a nice five to me. $1,650, $1,675. There are snipers lurking. Anybody else going to pull the trigger? And that's going to end for $1,675. Sandy Koufax, I love that card. Jackie Robinson, everybody. None other than Jackie Robinson. His second, well, not his second, his second tops card, 53 tops. This is in VG3 condition. Another one that at first glance looks pretty nice. Might be, mm-hmm. well, that bottom right corner definitely has definitely has an issue. Again, it is a three. Left edge looks nice. Top right corner, again, it's a three, but looks good. A bit of a ding in the top edge there. Not bad, though. Right edge looks nice to me as well. The black is, is where you're going to see the biggest issues. But the image looks nice. I mean, he he's popping right there. What do you think? Yeah, it's a gorgeous image. I think it's amazing that Jackie was made card number one. I mean, just think about what that means for the history of baseball. And it's a beautiful portrait. Four seconds, 11-26, And that's where the 53 Jackie is going to end. Congratulations to the winner of that card. Oh, another hockey card. Connor McDavid. This is the Upper Deck Champs rookie card from 2015-16 and a BGS 9.5 holder that is an on-card auto everybody and that auto looks good to me beckett only gave it a nine why is that i don't i yeah i was confused and i was really hoping to hear your opinion on it because obviously you've seen more mcdavid autos than i could ever hope to and i looked at it and i kind of you know gave it a really nine there's a bit of a streak it's hard for me to there's a bit of a streak right there but that to me is like no big deal i don't know uh, I'm not a big fan of the grade of the grade of the autograph because autographs can fade over time. And the grade is, is doesn't mean it's obsolete. It, 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 it doesn't mean anything. It's moot. 1725 grade on card auto McDavid rookie card final opportunity. And that's going to end at 1725 with a very strange Beckett grade on the autograph. All right, here we have an Albert Pujols rookie card from 2001. This is the tops Chrome traded. It's a PSA 10 gem mint. Do you know? I'm going to check out the pop on this unless you know it. 429 for a pop 10. 429. Not obscene. Yeah. Right. And they're a little tough. Um, This was also, I think, kind of the beginning of Chrome being the main player, right? Obviously, like we said, kind of mid 90s for basketball. Baseball took a couple years longer. So you're starting to see production numbers go up, but still not as many people grading. So it is tougher to find 10s, but 9s are readily available. And there we go. Eight seconds, 1,075. A bid just came in. There was 1,175. Snipers are active. 1,285. Final opportunity. 1,335 in the final tenth of a second. Action lives on MC Mondays, everybody. That's where the action is. All right. Ed Tutal Jones. Ed Tutal Jones is 1976 Topps rookie card. I mean, this card makes you smile. It just makes you smile. PSA 10 gem mint. What's the pop? 25. Only 25 opportunities to own this card. $1,800. I This is my favorite card so far in the auction, Mike. I, this is just what wonderful. What do you think? I love it. My favorite thing about Two Tall Jones is that, first off, great nickname, but he actually took a four-year break from football to 
because he was bored with football and became a heavyweight boxer and actually racked up a six and zero record. His fights were on national TV. Just like what a cool story that could only happen in the seventies. Right. I mean, that's amazing. Five seconds, final chance guys, two seconds. Looks like the snipers were not there. I guess the top bidder got the bid in and they will be very happy with that beautiful Ed Two Tall Jones rookie card from 1976, which he shares with Walter Payton. Another beautiful card from that set. All right, guys, a PSA 10 Barry Sanders rookie card from 1989 score. We've all owned a few of these in our day. I say that knowing it's not completely true. I've owned a few in my day. Currently, I don't have one. But I'm in the market for one event. I'll pick up a PSA 9, pick it up nice and cheap. But here we have a PSA 10, $1,340, Michael. Do you know the pop on this guy? I don't. I will say uh, we actually just sold one of these last week for $1,100. So I'm pretty happy with this number right here. I mean, these are tough grades, like you know. So definitely can't. The pop is $2,198. So it's a bit up there, but it's a very popular card. Last opportunity, we're at 1340. Yeah, looks like uh, looks like everyone was satisfied with that price. $1,340 on the 89 score. Barry Sanders rookie card brings us to another Tom Brady rookie card. This is the 2000 Fleer Tradition autograph. The BGS 8, eight centering, eight edges, seven and a half corners, nine and a half surface. This card is, contains an on-card auto. The auto is perfect. Beckett agrees with me. That's good to see. What is going on? Let's just see. The corners are 7.5. So that bottom right corner has some white showing. Bottom left, a little bit of white. Edge, some edge chipping right there. Top left has a bit of white showing. Top right, a little bit of white showing. So I'd say appropriately graded, but these cards are, are rare, tough to find, and they traveled. They had to get to the player and back and packed out. So not surprised. BGS 8, nine seconds left. 2,276. Michael. There's a sniper at 2605. Any other snipers? No. No more snipers. $2,605 on that Brady rookie card. Oh, here we go. Hakeem. I say Hakeem. It's spelled Akeem here. How do they pronounce it? Hakeem? Akeem? It's pronounced Akeem. Like it's just the littlest bit of the H. Um, and then I know that it's like partially a translation error like error question and so that's why you saw some of his early cards were just the a some had the h um and then basically he clarified it with the press and said please spell it with an h so well there we go a little bit of history here's the illogical this is a bgs 9.5 guys this has the pwcc i appeal of a that's above average top 30 percent of the bgs 95s that they have seen 676 dollars I kind of feel like there might be a bid coming because there's one to 820. Any more snipers out there? 885, 9898, 988 at the final buzzer. 988 on the BGS 95. Akeem Olajuwon brings us to our first star card of the night, maybe our last. An 8384 star basketball BGS 9.5 James Worthy short print. These cards are tough. Star cards, a lot of. A lot of information out there about them now more now more than ever. We're $550, Michael. I mean, I have to think we're going to see another bid here. What do you think? I, I think so. This was a little bit of an oddball one. Obviously, like you said, a lot of the information about star cards is pretty recent. So some of the short print statuses weren't super clear. 
um, people have kind of been getting better about being more selective about how they collect star cards. So this is a little bit of a gamble on our part. We hope it's going to break a thousand. We don't really know. Well, we're six seconds, so we all find out. Five seconds, seven eighty-seven. Let's see another bid come in. Can we get closer to a thousand? We cannot. Seven eighty-seven. Some you lose some. Hey, still, I mean, listen, I always say that that's what the card is worth right now. And congrats to the new owner. Here we have, this is another cut above like the Jordan we saw earlier, but this is the baseball version where they did the die cut on the bottom as well. This card is very high up on my want list right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have the Barry Sanders. I have a Jerry Rice in this. Here's the Griffey, $1,025. The subgrades are nine corners, nine edges, nine five centering, eight five surface. Tough, tough on the corners, but it's still got a nine, $1,025. 39 bids, 17 seconds left. Michael, have you ever owned one of these? No, I, and I mean, for good reason. This is one of the must-have Griffey inserts, and it commands a premium for it. So nice. Final opportunity, everybody. We're at $1,050, four seconds. Snipers, get ready. $1,100. We had a sniper come in at the last second and say, this is mine. All right. Lou Alcindor, you know him as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This is his PSA 6, 69 tops rookie card. That's an EX mint condition card. As I look at it here, looks nice. Something going on at the top there. I really don't know what that is, if that's on the card or if that's something to do with the holder. I'm not sure. Do you know, Michael, what's going on there at the top? I, I actually didn't really take a close look at this one. Um, I assume... That it's the holder but obviously with the tall boy format you know these do get some chipping on the tops because they would just stick out of binder pages or stick out of sleeves so could be okay. uh looks like that's it's the holder. not edge guys that is not edge that is the way it's just looking in the holder that's my determination i think it's a very nice six anyway there's only four seconds so get a bit in if you want to 25 50. That's it. $2,550. Sorry for cutting you off there, Michael. I just wanted to make sure I said that I had I a closer know. look. And as you can see right here, that is not an issue with the card. You can see the card is starting to come up against the PSA holder right there. Nice copy for a six. Oh, another 48 leaf. This time it's Babe Ruth. I believe his final card, $2,950. Uh, Michael, this might be the nicest two I've ever seen. It's it's gorgeous. It's one of my favorite images of Ruth on a card. You can almost see him like, because we're so used to seeing him pretty triumphant, but here he's almost like carrying the weight of being Babe Ruth. And this is the last card that came out when he was alive. And if you look at the PSA pop, there is one signed copy that he would have signed about a month before he died. Yeah. Well, this card is gorgeous. Nine seconds, 3,050, 31 this is where the savvy collectors come out and play 3764, 3816. Final call $3,816 on that beautiful 48 leaf Babe Ruth. There you have it again, right there. All right, what is up next? We have a Julio Rodriguez 2022 Topps Chrome Gilded Gold Refractor Rookie Auto PSA Gem Mint 10. That auto looks stunning to me from here. 199 copies ever made. Yeah, that look, he's got a he's got a great auto. Like you can't read it, but it's got it's got some artisticness to it. Do you know the pop on this? 
Uh, I don't. Uh, I do know, to be fair, these cards grade pretty well. So the PSA 10 pops on these are generally higher than you might think. Um, but it's a beautiful card, and these look gorgeous in person. Nine seconds, 1,050. It's a pop 16, you guys. A pop 16. That is it. 199 copies. 1296, says Mr. Sniper. 1371 in the final tenth of a second. 1371. Action on MC. All right, guys. 2021. Panini Flawless Football Factory Sealed. One box. Ten cards. 47 seconds left. 25 bids so far. $6,091. Who is going to step up for this? It's a breaker's dream right here. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, because you're hitting, you're looking for Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, and more Trevor Lawrence. Hottest QB in the hobby going into the season. And I mean, Flawless, I know we say it all the time, you know, Flawless should be worth more. It's actually game worn. The design is beautiful. So I actually don't really know what these boxes do right now. Um, but this seems about right, just like gut feeling wise. Flawless, in my opinion, puts NT to shame. NT just a, uh, I don't like it nearly as much. But anyway, let's see. There's a bid to 61.91. We got one more bid in at the end from the sniper. 61.91. I'm with you. I love the flawless product from a aesthetics perspective. And that's one thing that we know. We'll see what happens with Panini, but they may like. Would would they sell the brand, the IP on the brand, or just let Tops come up with a new? brand that looks like it or or fills that void here we have uh how do you say heliot helio helio like helio cachoneves yeah helio ramos ramos thank you <laughs> michael why don't you take this one <laughs> so he's a giants prospect he's kind of been up and down um, they're really looking to rebuild next year. They're hoping to sign Shohei Otani, so he might be a key part of it. This card is never sold publicly, so the only comp to go off of is the non-auto superfractor, which did 425. This is pretty good for that. And that's gonna sell for 1650. Oh, 2301. Never you mind. 2301 on the Helio Ramos PSA 10 Superfractor. Very nice. Okay, next up is a Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers, PSA 10, Contenders, Optic Rookie Ticket, Blue Auto, only 75 copies produced. The autograph, let's take a look at it. Yeah, that autograph is perfect. Perfect to my eye. I do like the looks of this card. Numbered on the back, I'm guessing, where is that number? Where is that number? Right underneath his feet. Oh, there it is, right yep. there. 72 to 75, beautiful card. $1,051.51. Do you know the pop? You don't know? I, That's okay. uh, maybe like pop nine? Maybe Sounds pop right. nine. Eight seconds. There's a bit. 1,076. Sniper's on alert. Get ready. Final opportunity. 1525. $2,025. 2138. 2138 on the picket. Blue optic contenders rookie ticket auto. Nice card action on MC Mondays. All right, guys, another Kaboom tonight. Oh, no, we had the Color Blast before. This is the Kaboom. Our Kabooms. Is this going to be an RIP sort of situation? We don't know quite yet, but big news coming out of the hobby today. Kevin Durant's PSA 10 2022 Panini Crown Royal Kaboom Gold PSA 10. Only 10 copies made, everybody. And this is a PSA 10 
this is a killer card. Kevin Durant. I mean, come on, he's a decent player. We're at four thousand three hundred dollars with thirty-three bids. Fifteen seconds left. Are, Michael, do you think we have snipers lurking? I think so. Should be a big year for the Suns. Let's see where it does. There's a bid. 4350. The snipers are there. 5100. Final call for sniping. 5100 on the gold kaboom of KD, Mr. Kevin Durant. And that brings us to Xander Bogert's nine, BGS 9.5 2012 Bowman Chrome Prospect. The red refractors, you can see five copies produced. It's a BGS 9.5. The auto has a 10. Yeah, that auto looks, looks really nice. Looks really nice. I don't want to make any sort of jokes. It almost looks like a younger person made it, but hey, that's okay. I'm not here to criticize anybody's signature, their autograph. The auto is laid down perfectly. I like how he has the X. How do you say his last name? Is it Bogarts? Bogarts? Bogarts. He used to be a Boston Red Sox, so this used to be color match. Um, and now he's on the Padres. A little bit of an iffy year, but should be a good sale. Only five of these and five seconds left. We're at $2,600. Final call. $2,600. Oh, what a, did you see that? Where'd it go? $5,555. <laughs> that card more than uh, doubles. More than doubles <laughs> in the final tenth of a second. Congratulations to everybody on that one. 55 55 snipers were ready to play and they were not messing around bringing us to 1960 Hemet's journal Cassius Clay you know him as Muhammad Ali PSA 4 nice looking copy of this I mean the centering is off but maybe there's something on the back like why is this only a four looks really nice to me maybe there's a fish, a fish eye, eye right there but that's not making yeah. it a four this looks great this yeah the really tough thing i've owned a lot of cards from this issue the big thing is the paper stock is super thin and it gets creased all the time so this is awesome 38 39 final opportunity three thousand eight hundred and thirty nine dollars i mean i don't know if that's high for a four michael but if it is well deserved i wouldn't hesitate as the buyer either at that level for that quality card all right guys Cristiano Ronaldo, National Treasures, Century Collection. This is a tag patch right there. Five copies produced, numbered right on the front. That autograph looks beautiful. The card is graded an eight. That autograph would surely grade it. No, maybe it wouldn't grade a 10 because a little bit of it hits the foil there, actually. But again, I would say, who cares? I wouldn't penalize the card. Wonderful card overall. Any comments, Michael? Uh, yeah, it, this exact card sold on Golden a few months ago. So we'll see where it does in comparison to a few months ago. Um, but beautiful auto, great patch. I love it. Five, there's a bid to 37.21. Final opportunity, 54.11. The card jumps in the final moments. It's $900 of more than it sold for What did it sell for last time on Golden? It sold for 4,600 on Golden. So, you know, that's just the eBay difference. 4,600 on Golden, 5,400 here. There we go. Very nice sale. Another Nikola Jokic card. This is his Immaculate Collection. Another brand that I love relative to National Treasures. I love Immaculate. Always makes a nicely designed card. This is a PSA 7 autograph patch. 
on card auto auto looks pretty good slightly streaky on the final stroke here of the pen but a nice three color patch full body full body shot of Jokic. we're at two thousand eight hundred and five dollars only 99 copies produced this is number 28 of 99 eight seconds left 42 bids so far final opportunity everybody there's a bid to three thousand six and thirty four hundred and fifteen dollars and that card is going to settle right in at three thousand four hundred and fifteen dollars congratulations all around another jackie sorry not, yeah another jackie card 49 bowman jackie robinson card this is a vgx sgc4 looks very nice to me four thousand three hundred three dollars 39 seconds left a bit of a rough cut on the left edge but as somebody who collects opichi hockey that does not bother me same with the right edge i actually like it top edge looks great bottom edge looks great all four corners look really nice some, some maybe some very slight surface wear very 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 uh this card's it's really like nice we said. i don't know why it's only a four great grades are a suggestion when it comes to vintage this is a gorgeous copy the last four we sold it sold for forty three hundred dollars so i'm happy with this the back is beautiful too five seconds get your bids in this card is stunning three seconds final call no more bids four thousand three hundred and three dollars great card all right lebron james everybody this is numbered out of five it's a team slogans card all for one on the patch right there it's from 2017 immaculate game worn let's have a look at the back of this card see what it says the enclosed game worn materials guaranteed by panini america this is a really cool card michael what do you think of it i love this um i love they i think they only had that slogan on the uniform for two seasons and i love you know lebron doesn't have licensed autos so really nice distinctive patches have taken a really important prominence for lebron collectors like this uh so it's an awesome piece it's a really unique piece i hope it sells really strong but with a card like this you don't really know we're about to find out seven seconds away we're at 2565 27 38 final opportunity 32 72 3405 snipers we're on alert for the lebron logos card all right all right here we have a Kobe Bryant as Grant Hill's all-rookie team. Named by Grant Hill. I guess that's what this is. It's a 1996 NBA Hoops. Grant Hill's all-rookie team. PSA 8. Sorry. Pop 8. PSA 10. Gem Mint. Nice-looking card. I've never seen this before, Michael. And it's already at $5,100. It's a Kobe rookie. And neither have I. It's a yeah, Kobe so rookie this is card. another Funder Cards card um fyc sent us this i've never seen one before like not even oh i've never seen this in person i've never seen a sale of this card before i have no clue what it's going to sell for this is just going to be an adventure for both of us I, I wonder how they knew this is a pop eight guys pop eight only this might be his i don't know this might be like his, his most obscure kind of under the radar card and i'm surprised it's oh i know nothing about it but i'm surprised it's selling for 5100 only pop eight you guys pop eight wow crazy you learn something every day every day something new every day uh one of my favorite cards in the auction i've this is another card i really want to own one day this is the number this is superman number one the number one card in the superman set from 1940 you guys 19 freaking 40. <laughs> i mean it's a psa 2 it's a 4450 dollars and this card 
it's like if you know i'm not a comic collector but i like superheroes this is exactly what i need in my collection because i have no interest in a comic book none especially at a million bucks which is what it's going to cost to get it, an original superman so i love this card i want one i'm ex i'm envious of the eventual winner tonight michael but it's a two but it looks good to me six seconds final opportunity sniper superman will take you down if you don't take a shot at it yeah oh and the bid comes in to five thousand six hundred and fifty five dollars and 77 seconds at the final final opportunity congratulations to the winner of superman all right all right michael julio rodriguez back on the block a psa 10 2022 tops pristine orange refractor autograph oh that autograph is stunning like i gotta say tops i think does the best job in terms of providing the right pens the right surfaces to players to make sure that on these shiny cards the autograph sticks and adheres so beautifully don't you think i think so i think you know listen the reality is they've been doing it the longest of the companies that are still involved and I think that that experience shows, yeah, you can quibble with minor things here and there, but this is a beautiful auto and all of J-Rod's autos are really solid. It's a beautiful card. Pristine's a beautiful tops brand. 1183 seconds, final opportunity, 1324. Snipers were lurking. And this trigger got pulled on Julio Rodriguez, bringing us a Glaber Torres 2015 Bowman Chrome Super Fractor Auto, one of one, SGC 8.5, auto gets a 10 auto looks great to me oh yeah super fractors among all of our favorites michael 3051 do you know any history on this card yeah this card uh has sold twice before on two other platforms sold on golden a year ago and it's sold on alt earlier this year um glaber has had a little bit of a rough year the yankees have had a terrible year um so that might influence why this card is being sold i don't know though um but, you know, Glaber is a guy who still has a lot of high upside. He's still pretty young, hits well, so we'll see where it goes. Well, we are going to find out. We have seven seconds till we all find out. Final opportunity. Get your bid. There's a bid to 3372. 5600. 5600 says the sniper, and they make it theirs. Very nice final action on that. All right, here's another Kobe rookie. Uh, this is a pop 12. The other one we saw for 5100 was a pop eight, but this is a you know it's a Bowman's best picks refractor, beautiful card. It's got some die cut action down there in the bottom right. Does it? Doesn't it? That, that is yeah, that's a die cut mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. Very nice looking card. Let's take a quick peek at it. It is a PSA 10, 25 seconds, 6700 dollars now. I love this card. I I just it's I cool. like the colors. Just rem it's retro colors to me, Michael. Yeah, and there's no greening at all, which is really awesome. And that's what really stands out in person. Very important factor when it comes to these refractors. Final opportunity, snipers. Are you going to pull the trigger? Are you going to pull the trigger? 6,800. We got one more sniper bid in at the last moment. All right, guys, we're winding down here. We only have six cards left. The action goes by so quick. I'm sorry. Lots of great comments coming through. We'll get to them after, I promise. I want to thank everybody for being here on MC Mondays Live. We're doing back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. We did last week. We did this week. We will do next week. And right now, we have a 1955 Tops All-American Jim Thorpe PSA 7 card 
Michael, you talk while I inspect. I mean, Jim Thorpe is one of those characters who kind of transcends sports and into Americana and like American lore in general. Uh, despite that, he doesn't have a lot of cards. He has two or three cards from his actual days when he was active. And he has two or three cards from like the 40s and 50s. So this is one of the most important cards in terms of building out that Thorpe collection. It's beautiful. It's from a great set. So awesome there's a bit to 1225, 1304. Final opportunity, guys. Any more snipers? 1379, 1404. Snipers are playing with fire coming at the last possible second. I do love that card. And I got to say, that was a beautiful, beautiful copy. Our buddy Joe Perot in the chat. I know he has a copy of that card and he loves is Jim Thorpe. All right, guys, here we have an SGC2 48 Leaf Jackie Robinson. This is yours truly's favorite vintage card of all time. I think second for me is 53 Tops Willie Mays, Michael. I love that card. I don't own one of those. I do own one of these. 27 seconds left. It's $7,700. And this card, the centering is obviously off side to side. Hey, my card is off side to side too. I love it. But the corners look, look good for a two. It's a two, right? Yeah, really good for a two. Mm -hmm. It's got this mark down here on the bottom left. 11 seconds, guys. Get your trigger fingers ready. Not a bad copy. I don't mind this card off-centered. Maybe because mine is also off-centered, so I have a soft spot for it. But let's see if there's a final bid. No final bids. $7,700 on the SGC2. Jackie Robinson from 1948 Leaf. All right, we're going to take a short breather here. We have an extra minute, Michael. It's nice. We can do some comments. You guys look, you guys know what this is. This is the black refractor out of 500, only 500 copies made of a parallel to Le arguably LeBron's most popular rookie card, the Topps Chrome, BGS 8.5. Again, only 500 copies made. Very important card. Going to go to some comments here, Michael. That 70s card show. I'm not sure if you're still with us. Says, can I rewind and bid on that 34 Gaudi Lou Gehrig? Yeah, if you're still there, I saw that comment when it when it came in, John. And I don't know if you if you got to go back in time or not. John says, all big cards, nonstop. Goddamn guys. Yeah, this is where the action is for sure. John says, Jeremy is waking up the neighbors with the excitement. I'm not worried about the neighbors. I am worried about my six-year-old, my four-year-old that are two levels above me right now. But uh, I've never woken them up before, so hopefully not. John, in reaction to the Ovechkin card, says these young guns prices, wonders is that high for an Ovechkin sale? I think it's kind of, might have been a couple hundred bucks over what I've 800 seen recently, bucks above, but not yeah. crazy high for sure. And that is the most valuable young gun on the planet is the Ovechkin. Jeff McMahon says Mike Bossy is the purest goal scorer ever. John says we lost so much great hockey from Mike Bossy and Bobby Orr's shortened careers. That is true for sure. Morgan's eating a Chicago hot dog right now. CC says, great items. My first auction win with MC tonight. Thank you, SCC. Love hearing it. Welcome to the show. And uh, thank you for bidding, for sure. 14 seconds left, Michael, on the on the LeBron James Black Refractor. 500 copies. I mean, we can watch this together. You want to say anything, go for it. <laughs> I love this. I love that card. It, I mean, I know the, the X-Fractor and the gold are rarer, um, but honestly, all the money in the world, I would still take the black refractor. I think it looks the best. I think it just provides that color contrast. It complements the jersey color really well. And I don't know, something about those really difficult borders combined with the simple design, like it just makes you go, I want to find the best copy of this that I can. 
or any copy to be honest with for me i would be happy with an 8.5 like i don't yeah. you know 14 grand great card sometimes for me it's 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 becoming more and more about owning the card than just having the, the best condition it's mm -hmm. on rare cards and 500 this is this is one of those cards kind of on the cusp 500 is not that rare but it's still super tough you know mm -hmm. it's it's one of those wow this card went up since we flashed it a few minutes ago this is the 1939 Playball Ted Williams rookie card in a PSA six holder, $9,412. I mean, I, again, it's a simple black and white image, but I love the card. I personally own a copy of this. I love it. I've had it for over 10 years and this is a great card. 46 seconds, Michael, anything you'd like to say about this card? I mean, listen, I'm from the New England area. Ted Williams is a legend and a hero up here. Um, the guy just defined baseball uh, for that post-war generation. This is a great card. Um, like you said, it's a really simple image, but it's great. Whoa, it has, whoa that's a huge bid. 96.12 to 11.226, guys. I'll also mention it's a puff 117, and there are 243 higher. That means, you know, this is among the 360 nicest Ted Williams rookies on the planet. And these are very popular, important cards. Hall of Famer. This is a very important rookie card in the history of baseball, in my opinion. And that's why I own one. Three seconds. Any more snipers? Final call. $11,711. Michael, sorry for cutting you off there, but we had to get in. We had to get in. Oh, that's that's 2000 above the last comp for a six. Very nice. That's like, that's crazy. Wow let's go yeah, because like you said and like we've been saying the grade is really only a suggestion it's kind of one person's opinion at, at any given time really savvy collectors nowadays are starting to and not just now starting there have been savvy collectors doing this for a while but more and more people are starting to assess condition for themselves and not just rely on the grade and they're willing to pay up for a card that is very strong for the grade to the point where you may pay more for a very strong PSA three than you would for a weak PSA six or PSA five for sure, because yeah. you want a card that looks nice. You're going to be proud to show people uh, if you can afford it. We've seen some low grade cards that look their grade as well, but there's something for every budget or hopefully there's something for every budget. Next item up for yeah. bid. This is the second last card of the night. Everybody on MC Mondays live here on the sports court sports cards live YouTube channel. This is the Satchel Page 49 Bowman rookie card. This is in a PSA 6 holder, and this is a nice card. Another very important card. Yours truly does own a copy in his PC as well, and I love it. Slightly off-centered left to right, but hey, I mean, when it comes to cards from 1949, I'm willing to take a bit off-centered. The card looks great to me. Corners all show small touches that bring it down to a 6. I think that's the biggest problem with the card are those corners. Michael, anything to add? This is a gorgeous card in person, like you said, right? There are those one or two little things, but this really punches well above its weight. The sharp registration, I think, is what really brings this card home. You know, this is such a tough card to get in focus, so it's got to be great to see where it ends. The registration, you're right on that. There's a bid to $8,011. Final opportunity, one second left. And this PSA 6 satchel is going to sell for dollars and this brings us to the final item up for bid tonight, 1932 U.S. Caramel, George Herman Roof. You know him as the babe. This is an SGC 1.5. I don't know much about this card, Michael, but I'm guessing it is super tough because it's a 1.5 holder. 
Now it's a nice one and a half overall. Mm -hmm. Got some staining at the bottom, but I mean, you know, even if it's got some wrinkles in it, like still looks pretty good for a 1.5. And it's at $9,900 with 74 bids. Michael, tell us what you know from having this card in, in house there. Yeah. So uh, once again, this is a proud product of Boston, Massachusetts, 1932 U.S. Caramel multi-sports set has a lot of great uh, ball players in it. Ruth was the last card in the set. So as you know, obviously back in the olden days, people would just tie rubber bands around. So first and last cards always got banged up. And that's part of the story here. Um, obviously kind of the thirties, a little bit of a downturn in card production. So that also adds into it. Um, and then just being in a caramel pack, a lot of standing issues. So all the perfect storm of terrible conditions to make these cards really desirable. Um, and the image is really great, right? That bright red background is gorgeous. And this copy in person, I mean, that is a deep, rich red in person. I've owned a couple cards from this set. And I mean, when you have one that has a pop of color, it is just gorgeous and special. Unfortunately, yeah, I haven't known the root from this. Set. That's a. Yeah, we just went up from 9,900 to 11,300. We got 10 seconds left, everybody. There's a bid to 1511. The snipers are out. Is anybody else going to pull the trigger on this US Caramel Babe Ruth? There's a bid to 15,769. Anyone else? $15,769. On this SGC 1.5 US Caramel Babe Ruth. Very, very cool card right there, Michael. All right. Well, hey, that those are the it goes by so fast. This is so much fun. Joe Perot said that was a nice Ronaldo. That was a nice Ronaldo tag card. Caesar thought the Kobe Bryant rookie was underrated. Yeah, I mean, I would say so for sure. Very nice card. And picture Grand Hill as well, who's no slouch. Very nice, very nice. So, yeah, Michael, I mean, listen. There was, I mean, I yell, I had to yell and scream a couple times. I got so excited there. That was, that was a fun night. Mr. Mike Kant is in the chat right now. He comes up and says amazing results. He's very happy with the auction tonight, Mike. Hope everything goes good from a behind the scenes perspective and all these items get paid for and everyone is happy. Your consigners are happy. Your buyers are happy. I know you provide great service guys. If anyone is looking to consign cards, Two MC sports cards. Are you guys going to be at the Bur at the Burbank show? We will be at the Burbank show. So Mike will be there. Moody will be there. I will not be there. I will be in New York City that weekend. Okay. Um, but yes, we will be in. We as a company will be at Burbank uh, for the full show, taking assignment on site. So obviously, if you have anything that you're looking to drop off, either for MC Monday or if you just have a bunch of cards uh, that you want to get rid of, that you want to liquidate, uh, maybe rebalance your collection a little bit come by the booth, drop them off. Um, and it looks like pretty much everything, I just texted Mike, looks like pretty much everything was legit. That Ted Williams, the play ball rookie, that was a legit buyer, repeat buyer. So very pleased with that result. And nice. uh, I mean, that's a great thing about eBay, right? It has such a broad buyer pool. And then I think another thing that we're really proud of is that obviously, and you know, all credit to Mike and Moody who really have been building the business for so long, to establish the reputation of being good to deal with uh, and you know, not pulling any punches, being upfront with everything. And that gets rewarded through the fact that people bid with confidence on, on the auctions that we run and people can sign with confidence. So I think that's really exciting. And yeah, it's MC Mondays have been such an adventure so far and we're only six in. 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We'll be back next Monday, guys. If you are interested in reaching out to MC Sports Cards with any questions, concerns, you want to consign with them, the email address is on the ticker right now, info at mcsportscards.com. I missed the M on the end there. That is .com. I will get that fixed up for next week. Don't know how we've never seen that before, Michael. But uh, please, everybody, reach out to these guys. Great guys in the hobby. They, they provide great service. And uh, they'll be at the Burbank. I will also be at the Burbank show. Be sure to stop by there if you want to consign any cards for them to sell for you on the MC Mondays or their regular auction uh, frequency that they do have. Mike did pop, jump in here, Michael, and say that it looks like only a couple won't be paid for, which is good. But I think he's probably, like, listen, I'm not in his head, but my guess is he's just being conservative and being safe and hopefully everything does get paid for. But I love the transparency. I love the immediate comment here from Mike, who's looking to see who's bidding or do we have any zero feedback winners tonight? That's where he might be concerned. A low feedback winner maybe won something and he might say, well, maybe it doesn't get paid for, but you know what? Maybe it does. And if it doesn't, well, you know that it will be, it will be relisted and that bidder will be blocked and hopefully it'll sell next time. But I love the transparency. I love the timeliness of it. And I just love working with you guys. This is always so much fun. All right. Next week, you guys, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one more time. I'm going to put the, the link to MC, MC Sports Cards eBay store in the chat. I just did that. If you click on that, it'll take you, and you will now get a preview at next week's items. This is how, It's not to the store. It's only to MC Mondays. They have a special link. I've shared it with you. You can save it, and you can see it next time yourselves. I have the link saved for every Monday. You guys do the same thing. Any final comments? And there are going to be... Yeah, there are three cards that should be going live tonight. Uh, a package came a little bit delayed, so we said, you know what, we're just going to put it on seven days starting tonight. It's in MC Monday. It is three uh, PMG greens uh, from football, including a John Elway, um, which is a massive card, uh, you know, number to 15 for the greens. And obviously that is one of the biggest Elway cards out there. So we're really excited about that. It might, I mean, those might be going up literally like, in the next two or three minutes so refresh the page again um yeah. but yeah next week looks awesome and that's interesting because i think it was just last night on pwcc a bunch of green pmgs football pmgs sold and yeah there were some and they did well there's also some like there's a uh uh a jerry rice green pmg that's a 60 it was a sixty thousand dollars earlier today on pwcc so the players the ones the elway i mean We'll see how they sell relative relative to those, but that's going to be really exciting for somebody who might be working on the set or the player collectors to, to know that you can pick off a bunch of greens in one week here on various platforms, including MC Sports Cards on MC Monday. So really happy to hear that, Michael. That's super cool. I'm excited to cover those next week. I'm sure the snipers will be. The snipers will not be invisible next Monday. They will be back. All right. Perfect. Everybody, let us uh, let me just thank everybody in the chat for joining. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for hanging out tonight. Hope you enjoyed this. Michael, thank you. You provide great color. You're turning into a great uh, a great show partner with me, so I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for, for being here and providing all your, uh, your knowledge on these items. Thank you, Michael. Of course. Thank you so much, Jeremy. It's always fun to do these. It's always fun to see where the auctions go, and it's just it's an adventure every week. It's always fun. All right. Everybody, thanks again for joining. Happy Monday. Have a great rest of the week. 
We'll see you back here next Monday on MC Mondays Live on the Sports Cards Live YouTube channel. And with that, this episode of MC Mondays Live, number six, is now over.